Ball every season, ball every season, ball every season. Everything super around me, yeah, that's guaranteed. Ball every season, ball every season, ball every season. Keep it 10K with the team, we like a regime. We ball every season. Welcome to Sports Minds, where all roads lead to sports, and we talk ball every season. We are your hosts, Filthy and Legendarious. No Hashmaster this week. He's on a flight to nowhere. Safe travels. See you next time, buddy. Legendarious, what are we getting into this week? Man, NFL, NBA, it's sports every night, and I love it. But we got to start off with the NFL, man. Trade deadline. Oh, yeah. The rich... The rich get richer, and the poor get poorer, and Josh McDaniels, yeah! It's finally gone. Finally. Someone's been listening to our podcast. We've been killing it. You know, we we already gave the fireball recommendation for McDaniels. He's out of there. We gave the fireball recommendation for Desmond Ritter. He's on the bench. Who's next? Desmond. Taylor. Hey, Carmichael. Keep playing. (laughs) hey real talk real talk on that oh man how how do you feel about the trade deadline man these niners dog Uh, i feel like i mean they can justify it just because the hargrave signing seemingly isn't working out they pulled in randy gregory they're getting they got a three-game losing streak going on so it makes sense for them to try and plug a hole somewhere address the need I think they should have kind of went on the offense side, but I mean, they're loaded enough. What are you going to do? But yeah, the rich get richer. Other than that, I feel like the it was kind of a lackluster trade deadline. Kind of the big names we were heard rumblings about didn't really happen. Kind of wanted to see Derrick Henry on the move, even if it wasn't to Dallas, just kind of wanted to see him on the move anywhere. Um, I mean, good on the bills for adding some uh, depth to cover for Micah Hyde, uh, adding um, Russell Douglas. And uh, well, hopefully that'll work out. But other than that, I feel like it was lackluster. You know, good on Dobbs to get go to the Vikings. He still has a chance to con- to compete. But nothing really blew me away outside of the Chase Young. Yeah, Montez went to the Bears. Like, I mean, it's the Bears. Yeah, it's like all right, Washington's just like unloading. We're like, all right, our season's over, guys. I would have liked to see like one of these. Uh, wanted I wanted to see a receiver go to the Chiefs. It's interesting. It's just like. I don't think Kansas City can win with these receivers because, you know, you need your receivers to catch. And uh, <laughs> these Kansas City receivers can't catch. So I thought they were going to go after, you know, when Washington started unloading players, it's like, go get McLaurin. Or go get, like, a Jahan Dodson even. Like, go get somebody. Like, get a reliable receiver that can separate and catch the ball when it's thrown to him. Yeah, true. Chiefs definitely needed some help. And I think that's what's interesting. I think that's the overlap we kind of get when you watch, when you depending on the number of sports you watch, you see the active uh, trades that happen in the NBA, for example. And then you're like, oh, man, we can get some of that. And then the NFL just kind of doesn't do it. I mean, the McCaffrey season, that was like the McCaffrey trade. That was like probably the biggest active year in recent years. But other than that, they just don't really move anyone. I don't get why. Yeah. But man, these Raiders, dog, you're paying Josh McDaniels, and now you got to get another coach. Yeah, I mean, madness, madness, bad all around. I think it was, the first signal was why are we signing Jimmy G when he didn't pass a physical? That I think that's like the main thing. But other than that, I mean, I I get why they're sitting him. I mean, he's an injury risk if he does get hurt. So why not just roll out the rookie if especially if you're just going to lose at least see what you got for the future and kind of go from there because the defense i feel like it's a waste on the defense though because the defense is performing pretty solid and they're just like wow the the offense can't get anything done ever yeah i i feel you i feel you man madness and then also (laughs) not to be outdone the nba said I know our trade deadline's not until February, but we got to trade. We want to get in this NFL trade deadline nonsense. And uh, James Harden, officially on the clips. Yeah, uh, he finally got his wish. Uh, Sixers get a bunch of players. Uh, um, yeah, Harden goes to the Sixers along with his buddy P.J. Tucker. Uh, we'll see what oh, happens yeah, once Harden about- finally gets in uniform. Yeah, I can't forget about P.J. Tucker as well, my man's 
stays attached to Harden at the hip, baby. It's like, you go to Houston, <laughs> I go Houston. You go Philly, I go Philly. You go L.A., I'm going to L.A. too, man. Hey, and these strip clubs, they ain't safe. I'm just curious to what they're kind of expecting. Well, specifically Steve Ballmer, since he's the one, he's the money. I just don't know what he's expecting. I mean, you're linking up Westbrook and Harden. Okay, I think they did that in Houston, and nothing really happened there. It's just, I don't get it, man. You got a bunch of alphas on the team, and what happens when the alphas butt heads? Nothing's gonna. It's just gonna be drama. I think. Uh, I think they're gonna have Westbrook come off the bench. So then they're gonna have a starting lineup. That's actually, yeah. But I think that works out like well because then they have a starting lineup that's like a big starting lineup. You have Harden play the traditional point. He's six five, and you go uh, Kawhi, Paul George, Tucker, Zubac. I'm just trying to see ultimately what the what the goal is here. I think for me, just Harden on the Clippers, it just doesn't move the needle. Honestly, it's just because I'm anti I'm a Clippers hater anyways. I don't I don't think they're ever gonna move the needle. They had a few chances over these past years to try and get it done, and it just never happened. Uh I just don't I just don't see. I think it's gonna be cool for the regular season. The playing tournaments next month, I think we're gonna see some effort there. You know, they're gonna wanna make a statement, but after the All-Star break, <laughs> playoff push, I don't know, man. I just do not buy it. I mean, how many pairings does Hardy need? He already had he had CP3, Clint Capella, Westbrook in Houston. He had Kyrie and KD on the Nets. He had Embiid and Harris, I guess, on the Sixers. Like, how much? How many more combinations do we need with Harden to realize it's just, it's just not going to happen? just wants his strip club currency that's it he does not care about winning a chip seriously he does not care <laughs> agreed Lakers broke the streak of losing to the clippers i think they lost like 11 straight or something like that and we finally got a win in overtime they, they, they went in 39 minutes LeBron playing 39 minutes. <laughs> well, I knew he was going to go over once the game went to overtime. I knew it was going to go over the minutes anyways. Um, I wish Darvin Ham would figure out this uh, D'Angelo Russell situation because he almost cost the game. He definitely cost the tie. It was it was crazy. Um, I yeah. Don't know that out. Yeah, man. We got Darvin Ham. He's been tinkering at the lineup, and yes, we have had some, uh, some injuries. That doesn't help. But I guess two things. We need our guys. We need our guys to get healthy. That's number one. And then number two is like, bruh, D'Lo needs to go. <laughs> Once our guys are healthy, we need to get D'Lo out of here, man. Yeah, what killed me the most was like that final possession in the fourth quarter and LeBron holds the ball entirely way too long, passes it across to Christian Wood, which I'm glad he didn't shoot it either. But like, come on, dude, you couldn't draw up a better play than that. I get trying to waste clock, but come on, dude, we don't need to elevate D'Angelo Russell's ego anymore. We we did that already. It's let's just let's just figure that out and just win games. Yeah, that that was like pretty foolish to me because it's like, yo, we have AD who makes sixty two million, and then we got LeBron with the game on the line. One of those two guys needs to shoot the ball, not D'Angelo Russell. I don't care about making the right basketball play with the game on the line. I want the basketball to go to the 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 best the right basketball play is the best player shoots the ball, and. For the entire, like, not the entire, but in clutch time, the final, like, four minutes and overtime, Paul George or Kawhi Leonard was guarding Anthony Davis. Why Anthony Davis didn't have the ball every time and shoot the ball every time is beyond me. Yeah, seriously. I just, yeah, the, 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 and even the number of plays he would take off defensively, I'm just like, whoa. It was. It's very annoying to see, and it's just oh, whatever. It's fine. I mean, eerily enough, this is the same score versus the Suns uh, last week. 
where the Lakers did win 195. I'm just like, oh man, come on. But I think they'll figure it out. Um, I just, you know, you just gotta roll with it. It's fine. Uh, at least they got the W. They got they beat the Clippers hype, and we'll see what happens next time when theoretically Harden is in uniform. Yeah. Um, any other teams you've been impressed with so far, early in the season? Uh, for NBA, I I've been impressed with the with the Brooklyn Nets. To be honest, they have a not much of a something you would call a team, and they're somehow pulling out back to back Ws. That that's impressive to me. Um, the Celtics always look nice, especially I think the Kristaps Porzingis edition was was huge. Uh, Derek White shaving his head was also huge. Uh, I don't know where the power <laughs> came from. It's like it's the reverse Samson story. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> the Mavs, the Mavs are always going to be a problem in my in my opinion, just because they always have Luca, so you always have a chance with or without Kyrie. In my opinion, just Luca is just that effective of a force. Um, and I I'm always going to be a I've been following the Thunder for many years now, just uh, as a better, and I just like their progression. It's so good. I think they need one solid interior defender, um, ironically, like a Valenzuelas, but I I like their growth and where they're going so far. Um, Cavs, in my opinion, I, they're kind of disappointing me just because the caliber of team they had constructed, I thought they'd be performing a little bit better. They, they did win last night against the Knicks, but they got worked the other night against the Knicks, so... Yeah, look and see what that is. And then yeah. Miami, well, yeah, I was gonna say for the Cavs, I mean they they've been hurt this entire season. Garland has been out, and uh, Jared Allen. I mean that's two of their starters. So they'll you know they'll once those guys get healthy, they'll sort of hit their stride. Um, yeah, I do. I must apologize to Boston for saying that <laughs> the Bucks were better. Boston is clearly better. Boston looks great um, offensively. And the Bucks, obviously, you know, new coach, new players trying to gel. So that's going to take some time. But just how smooth Porzingis and Drew Holidays fit into the Celtics team. And, I mean, come on, man. They put up 155 points. Crazy. Madness. Um, yeah. Other that's than good. that, well, yeah, the maps, have looked, the maps have looked solid. I can't wait. Um, for the media to, you know, once the Mavs start losing because Kyrie's back, for the media to blame Kyrie because uh, it was like, well, the Mavs were undefeated with Luka, with Kyrie out, and now Kyrie's back and the Mavs are losing. It's Kyrie's fault. Can't wait for that media circus to start. Um, outside of that, Pelicans. Look at the Pelicans. Fly Pelicans. Uh, yeah. Three and one. Zion has played all the games. Brandon Ingram has not, so, you know, they sacrifice one player for another. But if they can ever, you know, all be healthy, uh, you know, it'd be a, they could be a little dangerous. And I do got to say the Warriors, even though, you know, they squeaked out a close win, uh, I didn't think the, I wasn't Very sure what close. I was going to see with the Chris Paul thing, but Chris Paul coming off the bench, it's it's working out pretty well right now. Yeah, super close. I definitely thought it'd be more of a, more of a blowout, at least 10 points or so, just because no deer and fox. But wow, one point by the skin of their teeth, they escaped. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, we're getting into this playing tournament and they're making it a really big deal. They got commercials. They're going to have new uniforms. They're going to have a different court. Oh, a bunch, a whole bunch of stuff. And that gets started uh, on Friday. So. Yeah. Oh, well, before before we continue with the play in, what about the Spurs absolutely coming back on the Suns for a one point victory? Victor Webanyama dropped the 18 points, KD versus Webanyama all day long. It was more it was a lot more competitive than what I thought it was going to be. And the Spurs looks like they're looks like they're going to be that scrappy that scrappy team that's going to upset some teams. Yeah, I, I, I viewed it a little different. I, the Suns had like a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter, and they just played with their food. The Spurs got a little momentum late, and still <laughs> they played with their food. I mean, Kevin Durant, there's like 10 seconds left. He's holding the ball, waiting to get fouled. He does get fouled. They don't call the foul. He turns the ball over, and they get a layup. So, I mean – I viewed it as a lucky win, and this is what I hate about the NBA. It's like, how about you guys, um, you know, 
play until the game is over and not be like, oh, we're up 17 in the fourth. Let's just fuck around and shoot threes now and stop running our offense. Oh, let's give them some layup. Oh, now it's a seven-point game. All right, let's try hard. Oh, now I'm cold because I haven't been trying for, you know, the last 10 minutes. Oh, now we lost. Like, that's what I can't stand about the NBA. It's not just the Suns. It's an NBA problem. It's like, hello, you guys are getting played to play the game. Like, play the game hard. Like, don't do, like, some shit that I can do out there. I can go out there and jack up threes and miss, too. Like, run your offense. Play defense. Is like, so I view that game completely differently. But Wimby has looked impressive. I will, I'm not trying to hate on. With their food and gave that game away. And the ref should have called a foul. Katie got hit in the face. He was literally bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. But it is just very crazy. Not very crazy, but it's very, uh, I don't know what the right word is. I guess appalling at this point how much space Victor takes up on the floor. It's just like, God damn. Like, if you're not that type of player, what are you going to do? Yeah. I, I mean, Wait until he – we'll see how much he can bulk up. But if he bulks up too, if he gets, like, Giannis, even if he's, like, half a Giannis in terms of, like, strength, he will literally be unstoppable. Yeah, I think that's what the, the league wants to see between uh, Webanyama and Chet Holmgren. They want to see them – they want to see what their ceiling is with some with some muscle. And I think I think that would be great, I mean, especially for Chet. But I, will, I definitely want to see them both maybe – year two, year three, or really year three, year four, and just see how much improvement they've been doing versus now. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, you know, it'll be great to see how that plays out. But let's talk some football. It's time. We had a big week. It's, it's that time. Let's do, you know, like we said last week, if you ain't good, we ain't talking about you. So that's how that's how it's going now. <laughs> Jags continue to roll. They moved to five and two with the win over the Steelers. Pretty impressive. Jags at five and two. Yeah, ETN is just looking like uh, the next big thing. He's looking unstoppable every game now. He's either doing a huge chunk of plays or he's having a multi-touchdown game. Like there seems to be no solution for this guy. Yeah, agreed. He he's wow, definitely Calvin yeah he's definitely been a surprise. And Calvin really actually had the ball multiple times. Unbelievable, no touchdown, but hey, he he was definitely on the field. They said his name in in the commentary booth. So good job, yeah. Press Taylor. We want to see some improvement off that. Let's uh, let's keep moving upwards. Agreed. We're gonna get you fired. And and then you know. As I'm, I must call out the Cowboys stable as they as they are perpetual Eagles haters. So, you know, first quarter, first half of the Eagles game, they're down to the commanders. Eagles are frauds. Eagles look like shit. And then the Eagles just come back and win. Move to six and one. Best record in the league. AJ Brown. Brown town. Batman. I mean, I'm still, I'm still not solely, totally sold on, on the Eagles being dominant. They just happen to survive some games, and at the end of the day, I mean, come on, no one is really scared of Washington in that way. But the fact that they gave them that type of fit, it's just, I just do not believe in Philly. Obviously, the record says otherwise, and until they're actually taking L's, can't really logically talk against it. But the Eagles squad last year just seemed way more of a problem versus this year. Well. A little foreshadowing, you know, Mr. Cowboys fan. We we don't get into that a little later on our predictions since you know you guys got you got that juicy matchup this week. <laughs> Speaking of the Cowboys, they just absolutely stomped the Rams. Uh Stafford got hurt. And the Rams O line, I I don't think like a college a lot. I don't even think they would start in college. That's how bad their line was look. <laughs> yeah, uh, they. I mean, an open problem they they were going to have all season long. I think too, 
I mean, McVay just looked checked out after a certain point. Maybe because he knew the game was over before everyone else did, but he just looked checked out as hell. And, yeah, Cowboys just, again, one of the rare games, because they don't do it consistently, in my opinion, that they dominated on all three levels, offense, defense, special teams. If we can get that kind of production consistently, it's a different conversation. But right now, you, I mean, you look bad. You got blown out by the Niners. You get blown out by the – I mean, you, you lose to the Cardinals. So you're just going to have a black spot on your record until you play like a real-ass team and get over that way. Yeah. And we playing a real-ass team this upcoming week. That's for sure. Jordan Love. Actually, I said we're not talking about bad teams. So all I'm going to say is Jordan Love, you suck. Kirk Cousins, rest up. Or he'll Kirk Cousins get better. Quick. Yeah, get get well soon. Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. He's out for the year. I will say, though, when Cousins went down, I had someone hit me up, and he was like, oh, man, Kirk Cousins just lost $60 million with that injury. And I was like, bro, why are you pocket-watching, actually? Uh, what about his health? That should come first. You're not even yeah. in the league, so why are you even talking about money? <laughs> and Kirk Cousins is still going to get paid. Somebody will overpay for him. I mean, oh, look yeah. at him look at will happen market. every single time. Yeah, look at the QB market. Did you see him on quarterbacks? He's such a good guy. Anyways. Seriously, <laughs> man of God, and so much time he puts into his body and other stuff that makes him look presentable in public. Yeah. Speaking about presentable uh, in public, the Will Levis show has begun. Steps yo. in versus the Falcons and absolutely yo. lights it up. Every other pass was a cannon to DeAndre Hopkins, and it was just incredible. Even the non-DeAndre Hopkins passes and touchdowns, it was just, man, this dude really has male power, and you, can, you can't hate on it. I'm going to eat a banana yeah, with a pill I, on. Yeah, I literally, uh, you know, I texted the chat after the first touchdown he threw to D-Hop. I was like, Tannehill ain't getting his job back. It's over. It's over. Ryan Tannehill has been real. He never... You know, got us to the Super Bowl. And by us, I'm just speaking as the Titans. And you never will. And good luck. Maybe uh, you can be on the well, Commanders next year. But you're you're done. Your time in Tennessee is up. Will Levis looked great. He can actually throw the ball down the field accurately. Like, I have a – I will just say top ten. For arguments, say I have a top ten receiver. Let me just throw to him and uh, see what he can do. So, Will Levis looked great, and all you know. Special thanks to Will Levis for beating the Falcons. The Bucks lose. The Saints win. So we got a three-way tie in the NFC South. My bet is still looking great. And how about my Saints, man? They finally did well, something. Well, yeah, the Saints, yeah, look like they're coming back to life a little bit. But, man, I am still not digging this Derek Carr experience. I wish they would, would kind of figure that out. I feel like Kolabe wants to absolutely punch him in the throat. Hater. And uh, I hope they Hater. really figure that out because a lot of uh, stuff's getting played with. Fantasy. But, hey, no one no one likes fantasy. But I got to ask about the Ravens. What now, What is going on there? That was, a, that was supposed to – that was a, a top five defense in my opinion, and they absolutely almost blew the money. In the fourth quarter. I mean, I yes, I will put blame on Nelson Aguilar blowing that first onside kick. But, I mean, geez, it was kind of appalling. I was like, what happens if the Ravens lose to the Cardinals now? This is a different conversation. But thankfully, time ran out before they could do anything. And I just, I was just curious. I feel like the offense left points on the, on the table for sure, like at least two touchdowns. Well, yeah, you know, that's what the Ravens like to do. I've said every game that we've lost, and it's pretty – it's not like, oh, I'm being a homer or anything like that. It's a pretty clear cut. When they lost to the Steelers, they should have won that game. They were playing with their food. They lost to the Colts, should have won that game. Same thing, playing with their food. And this wasn't even the same situation where they were actually pressed in terms of, uh, you know, the Cardinals game. I, I mean, it was it was thirty-one to fifteen with like two minutes left, and then you know they do the onside kick. Now having Nelson Aguilar on the hands team is idiotic, like absolutely idiotic. So 
hopefully he gets taken off the hand. I just have to at least mention the absolute stinkiest game I've ever seen all season long. Jets at, and Giants, like, oh, my God, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I actually apologize to myself for watching as many snaps as I did. Absolute stinky play, top to bottom, on both sides of the ball, on every single level. And I and they had the audacity to torture us with overtime. I just – it was just disgusting. A disgusting display all around. And not even the refs screwed the game up. It's just bad, bad, bad football. <laughs> Yeah, I think that game finished with the second most punts in a football game ever. Just, oh my god! I, if you like, if you bought a ticket and sat in the stands and watched that game, man. And I told my other, I told my other sports chat they're mostly, you know, they're mostly on the East Coast. And I was like, man, Giants fans got to shut the hell up this week. Eagles fans, I mean Jets fans and Giants fans, shut the hell up. You guys yeah. just got to continue on with your week. Go to your job and just wait until next week of football. Nobody, everyone lost this game. The Jets didn't win. Both teams lost. Yeah, I agree. How about the Broncos? They won. They came out there. They won the game. Beat the Chiefs, man. Dude, yeah. And it's the absolute worst game Patrick Mahomes has ever played in his career. It's but you know what? This gives me cre- – this gives me – watching Mahomes play that – and he was actually had the flu. It made me think of Michael Jordan's quote unquote flu game. And he definitely did not have the flu. <laughs> I the conspiracy uh I mean if you don't know the conspiracy, look at it, but basically it's like he was just, you know, hung over. And I think that's way more likely than the flu, because Mahomes with the flu couldn't actually even think straight or play straight at all. And Michael Jordan put up insane numbers in his flu game. He's not the flu. I'm sorry. It wasn't no mystery pizza or whatever the hell. This dude was hungover. Are you calling Michael Jordan a liar? Absolutely not. I'm just saying I saw uh, someone play. Uh, <laughs> he said game. it on the last dance. He said on the last dance, I ate the whole pizza. My forget about that. <laughs> it was the pizza. I ate the whole pizza myself. Nobody else. It was all me. Yes, you all remember that? Come on, man. You call him Michael. Of course, Jordan, I remember the 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 Amish the Amish Mormon pizza, and no one thought to check it. All of his security <laughs> buddies there, no one thought to check the pizza at all. It doesn't make sense, but you know what? Hey. I totally believe you, Michael. I totally believe you. But one flu hey. game is not like the other. I heard Mahomes was screwed. <laughs> well, also he did serve up his receivers, eh, or let me call him out by name, Sky Moore, for a touchdown. That he just flat out dropped. So he's just like, all right, I'm not even feeling good, but what up, man? If I throw you a touchdown, you catch the touchdown. Yeah, I, I agree. Totally off the away from the Mahomes angle. Yeah, I and I was I said this in a couple chats. I said, like, I feel like in this moment, moments like these, when your star player is hurting, but he's still out there, sick, still out there, everyone else should be elevating themselves to compensate for that because the star player always compensates for your stuff. And I thought the Chiefs as a whole let Mahomes down on this one. Totally winnable situation and he just blew the money. Yeah. Trash. Who wasn't trash? Joe Burr coming off a bye spinning into San Francisco serving up an L to the Niners. Oh, yeah. Looked absolutely, totally healthy, running out the pocket, dodging the sacks, saving the play, making the play to extend the drive. Uh, 19 straight completions, uh, career record versus a vaunted Niners defense that looked lost in the sauce at home. Man, love to see that. This is the point where the the uh, um, defensive players on the Bengals were starting to stunt on the Niners every tackle they made or every time they pushed them out of bounds. They're just dancing right there. Just, this is great to see, actually. I didn't even mind. Cam Taylor Britt absolutely dancing on the sidelines with the cheerleaders. It was it was just fun to see, you know. Yeah, and now Brock Purdy has gone from MVP candidate to being Tristan Darnold. 
You yeah, love to I will see say a, though, a I will works. say this is like bad on uh, Shanahan only because of the possible concussion situation with Purdy. There was absolutely no reason to have him play this game whatsoever. It wasn't a must win. It's a long season. Sam Darnold could have played just one game and it would have been fine. Instead, you chop Purdy out there who probably wasn't even, she, she may be quote football ready, but you probably wasn't all the way ready. And I think that was just bad on Shanahan. I mean, I think, and Purdy, we know Purdy is someone who said, he's even said he relies on his IQ, his anticipation. And I think that's what he thinks that's what sets him apart from like other quarterbacks. We didn't see much of that at all. And I mean, you can say he wasn't 100% healthy because I mean, he made some boneheaded plays. And I think Shanahan, that was bad on you. You should be looking out for player health. Or Donald could have played for one week, win or loss. Uh, I'm not putting that on a coach. Like the doctor says, yeah, he's good to go. And it's like, all right, you're good to go. Like, why am I going to sit here and be like, the doctor's wrong. You're not playing. It's like, well, shit. You're the doctor. If you say he's cleared. That's true. That's true. But they also had that doctor who was trying to pull what's his name on the Seahawks. And then that led to a fight. So no one knows anything. Yeah. The only <laughs> doctor that I wouldn't trust is the doctor that uh, stabbed Tyrone. Uh, so I don't trust that doctor. He's on the Chargers. But other than that, uh, I actually saw I actually saw that doctor the other day. He works at Target. Oh yeah, that's sick, man. <laughs> how how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> was he uh, Chargers Bears? Uh, was he, uh, there, was he... To talk about there? Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. Exactly what we thought would happen happened. Chargers but... cl- clown the Bears because the Bears are a joke. <laughs> But the Detroit Lions, man, that looked kind of kind of interesting in the first half. Jared Goff just playing against himself. I guess he was bored. He had to make the game competitive because that was crazy. But, you know, this, uh, the Jameer Gibbs breakout game finally happened. It's kind of bittersweet because you see uh, shades of what his ceiling could be. But, you know, he's going to be regulated right back to 15 touches a game once Montgomery comes back. Yeah, but – once the playoffs come, you can see it's like, oh, this is what y'all saving up for because <laughs> they got some plays for Gibbs. For all that they were getting him the ball in space, like those first couple drives where everything was just like, check down Gibbs, check down Gibbs, underneath Gibbs. Like, you know they got they got some some plays that they're hiding that uh, they they really want to unveil, like come, you know, when it, when it really matters in the playoffs. So the Lions are definitely a threat. And uh, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a weapon when they need him most. Yeah, big time, big time. And uh, in response to the defense getting exposed a little bit, the Raiders chose as of today to go after Jalen Smith. So Jalen Smith is officially a journeyman now on his next team in Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess... Before we, we get into our predictions, Seahawks, Browns, Seahawks got another win. Seahawks are silently five and two, putting in work. And yeah. uh, the Dolphins also got a win, sitting at five two. That's going to be obviously, you're about to preview these games. I got a reason, even though I'm on the East Coast, it's 9 30. To really wake up at 6 30 on Sunday morning. Say that. Seriously. Seriously, unless you have kids, you don't have any reason to be up that early because you're probably still uh, hungover from your Saturday night get down. Yeah. So let's get into it. Week nine. Steelers Titans. Yeah, Steelers Titans. That's that's the Thursday night game. Um, I guess Kenny Pickett is good to go. Kenny Pickett has been knocked out of two games. And he's like, all right, I'm, I'm good the next game. So it's like, how are you so hurt that you can't finish the game? And then, like, three days later, like, I'm good to go, guys. Well, this dude is one. Danico Autry hit away from being out for a third game. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, I'm rolling with the Titans. I like what I saw last week with Will Levis. Um, I feel like the Titans are now – I mean, they they told the league, like, no, we're tr- we're trying to make the playoffs. 
They didn't trade Derrick Henry or D-Hop at the trade deadline. So I feel like they're rolling with Levis. They're going all in. And from what I've seen with the Steelers, I'm just fading the Steelers every week now because whenever I pick them, they lose. So fade the Steelers. Let's go Titans. <laughs> uh, I will take the Titans as well just because, uh, I mean, the well Levis resume, one-game resume is alone. I mean, alone is enough for me. Uh, we'll see what Mike Tomlin will do. I won't completely rule them out, but I think it will be a close finish, and the Titans should be getting it over the still curtain. Agreed. And like we had just previewed, Sunday morning in Germany. Scheiser! Scheiser! Uh, we got <laughs> the Dolphins against the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill playing against his former team. Yeah, even more so, Ramsey's going to be in. Xavier Howard's going to be in. I believe they're going to be working out Taron Armstead all the way until game time to see if he can get in. So they're the Dolphins going to be a lot, a lot more healthier. So this changes the dynamic a little bit. Both defenses are not bad. They're both in the top ten, top twelve ish, I believe. Especially Chiefs, I think they're top five or seven. So yeah, this will be a lot more competitive than what people think it'll be. I think the over under is a little high, but I think it'll be a bit of a struggle. I, I kind of, I'm gonna have to believe. Damn, this is tough, actually. You know what? I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is. I think Mahomes is, and that whole team is kind of salty about that L against the Broncos. They're gonna come out. They gotta get right. So they're gonna treat this as a get right game. And uh, I think Andy Reid and Mahomes should be able to pull this out. I am gonna go with the Dolphins. I did not like what I saw with the Chiefs, and I know I've said the Dolphins have beaten all bad teams, which they have. Can't can't ignore that. They haven't beaten a single team with a winning record. But now they got their full team together. They didn't have Jalen Ramsey. They got Jalen Ramsey across from Xavier Howard. I'm sorry, Travis Kelsey. You're going to have a long day because I'm sure Jalen Ramsey is going to shadow you, shut you down. And then Xavier Howard will shut down whoever the Chiefs' top receiver thinks that he is. I just think <laughs> I just think they're not going to have anywhere to throw the ball. And, you know, they got that two-headed monster. They got Waddle. They got uh, Tyreek Hill. So I like the Dolphins to get the win. And I will voice my absolute displeasure of like this now media machine. Oh, uh, when Taylor Swift isn't there, his, this, the, the Chiefs perform bad. Absolutely atrocious. Like pure disrespect to the Chiefs, in my opinion. Like, come, I'd be so pissed hearing this all week long. Like, it's not that serious. I would almost want to ask Taylor to never show up to a game again. Because like just to hear this every single time, it's it's a joke. No, man, it's real. Taylor Swift has uh, elevated Arrowhead. They're actually going to change the name to Taylorhead uh, <laughs> if they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> the only thing she Arrowhead. elevated are her actually they're going to call it Swifty Land. They're going to call it oh, Swifty that's Land. Even worse. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm. I'm sick. I'm sick of that. It's like, can you guys break up already? <laughs> um. <laughs> But anyway, they're not even in America, this... so who cares? <laughs> Let's get into this one o'clock slate. Uh, yeah. Vikings. All right, one o'clock slate. We got uh, yeah. Uh, who cares versus who cares? But I'm gonna take the Falcons. They're at home. They finally benched. Uh, what's his face? That sucks. Yeah, Desmond. What's his Desmond face? Desmond Mitter. Desmond. What's his face? Uh, the Riddler. The Rizzler. He wishes that he had Riz. Uh, so it's Heineken time. More Heineken. I like Taylor Heineken leading these Falcons against the Vikings. Obviously, Josh Dobbs, I think he's going to need, you know, more than five days to learn the playbooks and get acclimated with his new teammates. So this seems like a layup for the Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm going to roll – I'm actually – I'm going to roll – you know what? I'm going to roll with the Falcons. Uh, Heineken, they – 
they should give him a boost on offense. What gave me pause was the Vikings defense are actually not that bad. And I think this is a good opportunity for the di- for the defense to kind of make a statement and lead them to victory or the, lead the Vikings to victory. Uh, Falcons, they lost Grady Jarrett. So you lose some uh, defensive pressure on the line. But I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the Falcons uh, f- for the offense. Raven Seahawks, it's a bird off. Got you. Come on, man. You, we we got to talk about them before we talk about some of these crap teams. Fine, let's get into it. Oh, Burr's playing. You know it's in Baltimore. You know what that means. Ravens win. This is going to be a game, like I said, uh, with the – what are those fools? The Lions. This is going to be a game where the Ravens are actually engaged the entire time. Battle of five and two teams. And you already know, Ravens, baby. It's a dub. Hey, yeah, I'm rolling, we're the best I'm team in the, the league. Best I'm team in the, the league. Ravens as well. I definitely agree. I'm rolling with the Ravens as well. But actually, too, Seattle doesn't do that well when they travel to the East Coast. And so they're on the East Coast. I'm going to I'm gonna give it to the home team on this one. Not even that. Also, like, Geno Smith has looked terrible. I just got to say it. He's looked terrible. Last couple games. Looked terrible. <laughs> even though they're getting wins. It's just like, Geno, what are you doing? Why you keep turning the ball over in the red zone? You know that people are betting the over, bro. Come on. <laughs> well, he wants Metcalf so bad, and, like, he's just – Metcalf is just not there yet. Yeah, and it's like you got uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and you got Lockett. Like, you got good players. Stop trying to force it to Metcalf. Yeah, and uh, the great Jake Bobo is uh, starting to rise to the top. So yeah, they got some uh, they got some weapons out there. Cardinal yeah. Browns. Oh please, wake me up when it's over. The Cardinals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Cardinals are starting Clayton Toon. All right, have you ever heard of him? Who he played for? Who he? Where he go to college? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that the Browns are going to destroy the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, the Browns are going to have Clayton definitely singing a tune by the end of the game, that's for sure. I got the Browns. Don't she? <laughs> Packers-Rams. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. The Packers suck. And by the Packers, I mean Jordan Love sucks. I'm not picking the Packers to win any game as long as Jordan Love is quarterback. Let's go Rams. I totally agree, and for me, the defense of the Packers are just not that scary. They're good for the first quarter, and they just, ah, whatever. And so I'm glad that Rashawn Gary got paid, for sure. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't care how much he got paid, but I'm glad he got paid. But I think it's going to amount to anything. Um, as long I think McVay is going to figure out this Brett Ripon situation forever, as long as they need to figure it out. And um, the Rams should be bouncing back here. Mainly because of the defense. So give me the Rams on the road. Bucks, yeah. Texans. Ooh. Bucks are on a little bit of a slide. These are two defensive coaches. This just seems like a game that Baker Mayfield will win. And the Texans are in the Saints category for me. Every time I pick them to win, or not the Saints, in the Steelers category for me. Every time I pick them to win, they lose. So. Texans are dead to me. Let's go, Bucks. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I think ugh, this is another ugly game. A lot of ugly games this week on the slate, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for the Bucks just because of the Mike Evans effect. Um, I don't think the Texans really have anyone that tall. I mean, if it's Jalen Petrie, he's way too short for Mike Evans. So I don't know. They're gonna figure it out. But I got the Bucks on this one. Uh, Kamansky's Patriots. Patriots at home. I'm actually I'm gonna go with the Patriots in this one. The Commanders just started their you know their tank mode QB, so they got rid of their two best defensive players. I think the writing's on the wall, and Bill Belichick is like, hey, I'll I'll take I'll take any win I could get. I'm just you know I'm just trying to keep my record intact. So I think the Patriots they'll get this win, and it's Sam Howell. Bill Belichick is historically great against young quarterbacks, so I expect the Patriots to get a couple interceptions. Yeah, and I then totally you'll be agree. like, Sam, Sam, how did you decide to throw that? 
Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, sack dummy Howell's in for a long day once again. Uh, no defensive pressure, so Mac Jones should actually have about over 200 yards, even without Kendrick Bourne. I think they'll figure it out. And, yeah, this should be a game for the Patriots all the way. So they should be making theoretically short work. Saints-Bears. You already know, Saints, baby. When the Seriously, Saints this, this should be the runaway game. Yeah. should get his numbers. Olave should get his numbers. The defense should get interceptions and sacks. This should be Saints all the way. Yeah. Uh, Colts, Colts Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts. The Panthers got their win. The Pan. Uh, he, he, c- congratulations, guys. You got your win. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with the Colts. Uh, at the end of the day, the Panthers are just. Way too injured on defense. No Jeremy Chin, no J.C. Horn. I think that matters. And, um, I mean, like you said, they already won the match that matters, which is the the rookie off last week. So, I think the Panthers are just riding that high, and they end up losing against the Colts. Yeah. Giants. <laughs> the late window. Oh, my God. <laughs> What a terrible game. Giants Raiders in the late window. The Giants, I think I don't even know if they can outdo how bad they played last week. Oh, they definitely can. That's for sure. Because well, um Dan Newton I believe is back. Tommy DeVito is gonna be starting, not Daniel Jones. He gets saved once again. Oh, really? Daniel Jones is not playing. Yeah, well, I think I think it's still up in the air. I haven't seen anything definitive, but they did resign. I mean, they did pull up DeVito back to the uh, starting roster. So who knows? Maybe it's going to be a last-minute last thing, but it's not looking good. Yeah, maybe the Giants go into tank mode for a QB as well. I'm going to roll with the Raiders regardless. Uh, Devontae Adams is pissed. He's in purgatory. They just got a new coach, typically when uh players get a new coach they ball out that person and uh, i don't know who to, who to pick but i feel like both teams could win for different reasons but i think the biggest x factor is darren waller not playing that kind of handicaps the giants offense to saquon center type of attack and the raiders just gotta theoretically stack the box and go from there but i think the raiders are gonna pull it out based on their defensive play and now America's unofficial game of the week, Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, I'm going with my Cowboys. I got to. I don't have a choice if they're going to win. If we're going to show progress, this is another game right here. You blew it against the Niners. Here's your second shot. Well, the, the Eagles can definitely be taken advantage of through the air. And uh, the passing attack for the Cowboys has, has been picking up major, especially when you, especially with the Rams game. So I think uh, with Dak getting his confidence back with McCarthy and his, you know, uh, love of running the ball, I think uh, the Eagles will be buying that play action by the mid-second quarter, and Dak is going to be doing, um, you know, the same Dak things we've been seeing all season, minus the receptions theoretically. And Cowboys get a close W. Bills, Bengals, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, rematch of the playoff game that they had where the Bengals just absolutely clowned them in their house. But this one's in Cincy, correct? Uh, yeah, I said uh, Cincy. Yeah, and from what I've seen from the Bengals, I, I'm going with the Bengals, man. Joe Burrow is great. And when they did match up, the Bills couldn't do anything. They just completely took digs out of the game and then, like, try and beat us. I'm like, yeah, that's that uh, our offense. We, we got them. So, I think it'll be more of that. I'm, I got the Bengals winning this one pretty happily. Uh, yeah, I want to roll with the Bengals, too. That's more me believing in the momentum the Bengals are, have created, uh, beating the Niners and anything that the Bills are doing. I still think they're they're covering up their issues with, you know, decent or above average QB play from Josh Allen. Other than that, I think last I saw too, he's questionable to play with the with his shoulder. I'm not sure if it's his throwing shoulder or not, but he's banged up too. So this is in my opinion, this is a Bengals games to win and they're at home. They should be able to 
win by about a touchdown. Yeah, I agree with that. Monday Night Football, Chargers, Jets. If the Chargers lose this one, I guess nothing will happen since the Jets are four and three, so they can explain it away. But I'm gonna I'm rolling with the Chargers just because I like what the defense is doing. I feel like they're getting better and they're you know Bosa's and everyone and everyone else is performing despite questionable play on the offense. Um, I did like what Austin Eckler was doing, but Jeffs are definitely much tougher on the ground. Um, but I I believe between the play calling on the offense and the uh, improvement on the defense of the Chargers, I think they should edge out uh, the Jets to take advantage of Zach Wilson. Oh, dropped out again. Well, in that case, I mean, the Jets could win if they absolutely shut down on uh, defense, but I don't see them absolutely. I don't see them. I don't see Justin Herbert ever getting absolutely shut out for four quarters. So. I think the Jets would definitely give him some fits and he'll make some mistakes, but the O-line pressure, I mean, I'm sorry, the D, the defensive line pressure of the Jets isn't necessarily there yet. Uh, Quentin Williams having a down year. I thought he'd be performing a lot better than what he is and he's just not. So I think that would create time in the pocket for uh, Herbert because the Chargers O-line is not bad. Rashawn Slater is legit. So I think the Chargers should be able to figure out some things on defense and ultimately take advantage of Zach Wilson and his mistakes, and he has a lot of them. So I think the Bucks stops here with the Jets, no pun intended, and the Chargers, you know, get to four and four. All right, well we're going we going we going to find out. It's going to be a good week of football, and we're going to be right back here next week. Breaking it all down, seeing who was right, who was wrong. But until then, that's going to be a wrap, y'all. Episode 36. This is uh, past his prime shack on the Celtics. It was not a, it was not a good sight. Actually, let, let's be positive. It was Marcus Smart, number 36, King Flopper. Um, <laughs> like always, uh, like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And we'll be back next week. Peace.